Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I stole her earrings when she was in sixth grade. <gasps> That was you? I couldn't keep him though. I gave it to my cousin. What's something you've done? She doesn't know about. I fucked your boyfriend two years ago. Is that why you guys broke up? Why? I'm sorry. Can you go away, please? D Hill. D Hill. Hey, I should have put you somewhere where no one could find you. Man, she's not in sticks with nothing around you. Katie, Texas, Dallas, Texas, you know a different environment. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. This is the Pops Culture Podcast, bringing you the best in pop culture and entertainment. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today, bro? So trusty. I'm okay. A bit tired. Uh, yeah, had some, had some, had some time off. So, I mean, I guess that was, it was a good, it was a good month, you know, um, but keep the people. Not, not intentionally. <laughs> you know what? It, it was a, it, it was a, it was the right time to take some, some time away though. You know, I think everyone is real busy right now and stuff too. No one was real busy. Everyone is, it's summer, man. Like people aren't logging in to fucking hang out at the beach and then listen to us talk while they're at the beach and stuff. Right? Like if there's, there's idyllic time to, uh, to, to take some time off. Um, this would, this would be it. So you're welcome people. Um, but now we're back better than ever. Also, I never realized how much of this, of a venting place this was for me at times, uh, or to even share stories or things that happened. I was like, what do I do? And I feel like I've been, I was like talking to people more because I was like, well, I can't, I can't express this thing, these things that happened to me. So, uh, we'll, we'll go, we'll go over your trip and stuff too. And then I have a couple, a couple of funny, funny stories to share, uh, that happened, that happened over, over the time while you were gone. Some, some real good ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we can get into my trip to Dallas, Texas and Houston, Texas. So I went to, I went to Houston first actually for four days and then I went to Dallas after for five days and it was a great trip. Like I loved every moment of it. I never like, not never, but you don't realize how beneficial a trip is for you until you actually take it. It just like kind of shakes up your whole routine of just being stuck in a perpetual grind of just doing work and then hopping off. Makes you realize how much your life sucks. And all that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's to an extent, sort of. Like, I, you kind of realize that, like, vacation is just, like, is way more enjoyable than real life. Real life. Yeah, so. That's, that's why I fight for, like, fucking, man, the idea that we only get, like, one week off vacation and stuff, we should at least get, like, six. I, I get more than I get more than one week. But well, I, don't know, you're, I don't know where you're working. <laughs> I, I, I don't even have vacation, but there's like the, the, like in Canada and in the states, like the, the like, like limit, two weeks. It's the two minimum weeks. is like yeah, like two weeks or ten days or whatever. Yeah, let's say like. Uh, and it definitely should be more because it's super beneficial for people to just take more vacation and just like relax and shit like that. Plus, they, they don't. You really don't get any more work done, really. Like. Yeah, even well, I mean, it's the same thing with the whole four-day week shit too. Like, you, I don't think I would do less work in four days than I would in five. Like, when Friday comes around, a lot of the times, a lot of people just get kind of like tired out, and they don't. And then when Monday comes around, you get tired too. You're like, I'll take this three hour. Like, I got another like five days left and stuff too. Like, people just find ways to cut corners all throughout the week. Yeah, I mean, depend. It depends on it depends on what I did the Sunday, but I feel like Monday, like I start refreshed, and then maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm I start to like drone down, and then by Friday, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over this. See, I. I like start bad. Like Mondays, I'm like it's fucking five days. Like I'm Garfield. I hate Mondays. Like it's just and then it's Monday, Tuesday, and then by Wednesday, I'm like, okay, I gotta get this shit done. And I start like getting ramped up trying to finish everything in that. But yeah, anyways, vacation. You you. But yeah, it was great. So I, got, I touched down in I touched down in Houston, and then I didn't realize how much of a non walkable city this place is. Bro, I'm pretty sure we it. talked about this. I don't know why you would. Like, that's we did not talk about. I swear, we talked about how you how you can't. Everyone knows that about Texas. Like you can't. Like no it's one not, knows it, that about Texas. everyone. It is the least walkable. Except for city. the Texans. I knew it. Like it's the least. It's well, like you definitely, you definitely did not warn me about that. It's the least walkable city ever. Like all those places. Like everyone just has a truck, and like there's no infrastructure at all for for um, public transit. Like it's impossible. I mean, they have public transit. I just don't think. Of course, they have it, but it's not a good infant. Like I'm saying, it's trash. Um. So yeah, I mean, in Houston, at least, like in Dallas, it's a different story. Dallas was actually pretty walkable because I was in downtown and everything's pretty much downtown, so I could actually walk in Dallas. But Houston was completely different. Like I was talking to my Uber driver, and I'm like, "Yo, how come no one walks in this city?" And like we were in pretty much the heart of downtown at that point, and he was like, "Oh, like no one." everyone has a car here like everyone drives you have to drive to all the spots and then once you get to those locations you can start walking so they have this place called like midtown where a bunch of bars and uh restaurants are and like once you get into that area that's when you can start walking but outside of that like everything everyone there probably is a fucking dui (laughs) i actually met someone who said who told me he got one so i don't know about everyone but there's definitely people who caught duis out there for sure but I mean, there's people in Ontario who catch DUIs all the time. Yeah, no, I know. It's people just different. drive everywhere, but um, still. And if anything, Toronto drivers are probably way worse because there's always an accident somewhere. But yeah, so yeah, I got I got into Houston the first day. I went to go see an Astros game because I was like, why not? I might as well check it out. Um, it was pretty good, actually. I didn't really like the stadium itself, but the atmosphere was great. Like, at least the section I was in. Everyone there was like rowdy and they were super into the game um, and definitely uh, excited to be watching some baseball. Uh, Why do you like the stadium? I don't know. It's just like the way it's built. It seems so it's, it's kind of weird because it seems kind of small, but like it's it's built 
to where you look at it outside, it looks massive. But once you get inside, it's not kind of as big as it is. I feel like it's like, I feel like it's stretched out. Like it's longer and wider, but it's not necessarily like bigger or taller. I don't know. It's, it's a weird stadium. Um, and it's a little bit on the older side too. So. Remember, remember that stadium that used to have that, that, that stadium that used to have that little like grass hill. Do you remember that? That baseball stadium? Like in which one? In the one you're at, the Astros. So they took it out, but it used to have a like in the outfield, in the center outfield. It had a hill that went up, and that was like it was in play if the ball went out there. Um, I used to always watch. It was pretty entertaining. So that's why that stadium became like popular. You should go on YouTube. You never, you don't remember that? I guess that was like ten years ago now. Is that still is that Minute Maid Park? Because I think they used to play somewhere else. I'm not sure if that's the same. I think it was that yeah, but I think it was when that stadium was brand new. They put it in there, but maybe maybe not. Who knows? Anyways, it was cool. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that, yeah, that was a good time. And then so I took it easy that first night. I basically just went to grab food and then I watched the Astros game. Came home. Uh, the place I'm staying at, like I rented out this play, thing called Verbo, and it's like um, it's not like Airbnb, but I just a what's different the difference? Company, I guess it's just a different company. Okay. Uh, but the loft that I got was super nice. Like, it's it was, like, no contact pretty much. Like, the guy just kind of just told me, like, what to do or whatever and then grabbed the stuff. Uh, but the loft itself was super nice. And the, the great thing about Houston is that, like, people are super friendly. Like, everyone says hi to you no matter what you're doing. Like, you just walk by them. They'll say hi. Like, how's your day going? And it's just, like, a quick chat. It's not even something where you have to, like, stop and, like, talk for, like, 15 minutes. It's just, like, they'll greet you no matter where you are. So I had to get used to that a little bit at first because obviously in Toronto, people are not that friendly. Um, but yeah, I was like leaving my house and people just be like, Hey, like what's up? And I was like, Hey, I was like, I, think I feel like that'd house. be annoying if you lived there though. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked it because I don't know. I guess I'm an outgoing person. I like to talk to people. So it's not really that much of an issue for me. I can see other people probably getting pissed about it. Maybe like you, but, uh, I enjoyed it for sure. It was definitely, it was definitely a, good experience in that front um but yeah so i went there and then the next night i went out to this place called well i went to a couple places actually i went to the i went to the park at first because i started watching this youtube channel called the social animal where it's this guy who takes his subscribers on like these journeys to walk around their cities and stuff like that and he shows people that like you can just talk to anyone like you don't have to be scared about approaching girls or whatever or like just people in general like you just like start a conversation and start talking to them and shit so well, I mean, not everyone can do that. I hope they don't do it. I mean, you could do it if you tried. Is, is, well, is no, well some people aren't capable of it, though. Like, they're just weirdos. I just don't want weirdos being the wrong idea. <laughs> no weirdos approaching you, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Lots of weirdos approaching you. Don't act like you've never been approached by weirdos. Come on. I mean, like, the homeless, sure. And, like, sometimes... I mean, the, the, you know, the people who always ask about, like... Um, like the charity people, they usually try and stop me, but I, I just tell them no now. I just like, oh, I'm not interested, bro. You're just wasting your time at this point. I used to stop and talk to them, but I remember one girl kept like harassing me with the phone calls, and I was just like, okay, like never again. This is <laughs> was it was it you that posted that video though of that like drunk couple talking on the street? if i was in that situation <laughs> i'd have such a fucking panic attack like yeah that shit was wild <laughs> yeah <laughs> the crackhead comes out of nowhere and stuff that's how i pictured houston and stuff i'm just like that's what it is <laughs> some yeah, shit like that <laughs> like you know like, i'm pretty good socially but i could not handle that like um, what the fuck is going on? What's a what's a nigga side piece? Yeah, 
straight white woman. <laughs> straight drama that she's talking about orgies and gangbangs and stuff after two. The video's longer if you go on YouTube. Just yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't want to watch the entire thing. Her drunk husband is just out there, too. Just you, like, you uh, so embarrassed. Yeah, I know. But then also, like, I think they've been there before. Like, she's actually, like, hunting. For sure, he gets cucked, that guy. 100%. Like, well, probably. She said she was looking for the BBC. Like, yeah, like, but she didn't sound like she any was of your friends. Like, like, it wasn't just some drunk rant. Like, she, she, like, oh, yeah, she seemed kind of serious about it. Yeah, she had sold that. She had, she was in sales with that before. She's approached black men before, for sure. I mean, Don't worry, my, my husband's daughter is dating a black <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I is she going to be there, too? Like, what is... This is gonna happen. Say that word. I'd be beat. Yeah, my daughter's boyfriend. That fuck. I probably dated some parents who've said things like that. Don't worry. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, yeah. Probably some drunk white dad somewhere that I banged their daughter and they thought they got an N word pass because of it. Yeah. All right. But yeah. So then the Saturday, I went. I went to the park and I actually was. I was talking to this girl. So like this girl was just sitting down. Like she was meditating. I was actually going to go up to him and be like, yo, are you meditating? Because it kind of looked like it. But um, but I just went up to him and just like, started chatting. Or whatever. You're going to interrupt your meditation? Hey, girl, you meditating? <laughs> you want some silence and peace? Like, what? No, I was just going to like say what up to her. Like, that's why I She's I meditating. You don't interrupt exactly. so her. That's, that's why I paused. But like, I waited I waited a little bit. So what, the funny thing was, there was this like, old guy who like walked up behind her. And like, he was, I guess he was trying to walk down these steps or whatever. Like, do some like exercise walking down steps. So he'd walk down the steps, but, like, you'd get to where she was sitting, and then he would stop and turn around. And then she was, like, kind of confused. She was like, oh, like, do you need me to move? And he's like, no, no, no worries. So he just kept going, like, up and down the steps for a little bit, and then he left. And then, like, I went up to her, and I was just like, hey. Um, but then she kind of got spooked. She was like, oh, shit, like, that kind of scared me or whatever. And I was like, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to scare you. Um, but I was like, yeah, I just noticed, like, I was just, like, kind of weird about that whole situation, right? And then she was like, yeah, that was kind of odd. And then, like, yeah, we just started talking. I was, like, chatting her. But she was, like, she was cool. Like, she was able to talk and stuff, but she was, like, kind of reserved. So, like, whilst we were talking and shit, she was kind of telling me about, like, how she moved from, I think it was not San Antonio, but, like, one of those, like, San areas. San Austin? Is there a place called San Austin? No, I I said that before you said San. It was, yeah, it was, like, San something. Um, Not San Francisco. I know that much. San Diego? Stephen Cali. I don't know if it was San Diego. It might have been. But there's, there's gave, a few. Yeah, gave him Cali pretty much, and she was telling me like, oh, there's probably San Diego or San Andreas. It, it might have been San Diego. I just, can't, <laughs> I honestly just can't. Was she white? Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, white. San Diego. but she, yo, so so the crazy thing was when I first approached her, I thought she was Asian from the because I could only see from the back, and she had like black hair, and I was like, oh, this girl looks Asian. So like, I was just, I was just gonna like talk to her anyways. But, um, but yeah, when I sat down, I was like, oh, she's definitely not Asian. She seemed like she was probably, like, Portuguese or something by nationality uh, or ethnicity, I should say. Yo, the, there's the most wild thing is, though, is the Asians with who have, like, Houston accents and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, that shit's crazy. I, it, yeah, I didn't like, run into any, unfortunately. But, bro, I'm like, yeah, I, that shit's so funny. I go down, like, the fucking wormhole on YouTube watching, like, all those and, like, just straight. If you close your eyes, you wouldn't even know, man. Yeah, I'm Texans like, with, or sorry, Asians with Texans accents are wild. I know. Crazy, Same with. Yeah. In my dorm, there's a Jamaican Asian guy with the biggest Jamaican accent, and it's always like it threw me off so hard. Yeah, I've never seen. I've seen a white guy with a Jamaican accent. Never yeah, seen an Asian dude with one. That's crazy too. Um, anyway, yeah, so we, she didn't pepper spray you. Yeah, she didn't pepper spray me. We basically just chatted. She was telling me about her life and like why she even ended up in Houston. But she said she hated it. She didn't even want to like 
she said she came out because she just wanted to like explore a little bit but she found out that like the heat in houston or the humidity at least was just a yeah. bit too much and then she's not really like too fond of the city or whatever she's for sure from um, san diego that's like such a san diego thing yeah she's very much uh <laughs> She's very much like one of those girls because she was like she's like vegan. Because I remember I asked her like if you wanted if she wanted to like hang out sometime, and one of the funny things she said was that like she's like yeah I would she's like I would give you my number but I wouldn't text you back and I was just like wait what like why would you do that and then she's just like uh, I don't know I just don't, I just don't feel like like I'm not really looking for anything serious or whatever yeah I was, like, I was like we can hang out as friends like we don't gotta like it's not gonna be anything serious I'm only here for a couple of days. And then she's like, I know what that means. Like, I know you're yeah. out as friends. Um, but yeah, she's like, she seems super reserved. Like, I feel like she's been in some bad relationships or some shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like super reserved about like discussing shit with me. Cause there's, there's a couple of topics we were like trying to talk about. And then she was like, she'd give me a look to like kind of just like see if she could, I guess, trust me to talk about it. Um, but yeah, she, she, it, she was interesting. She's definitely very cute. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was an interesting talk. So. I think I was actually I've been thinking about that. Like, honestly, because like dead ass, like sometimes, like I want to do the same, like like approach. Like I literally would just be like, I like your shoe. Like I like you know, like when you talk to girls, like you want to just be like, oh, like I like your shirt or whatever. But obviously, like, in Toronto, I do. I like I always do that too. But like I make sure when like if I give you a compliment, like I'm leaving, so I'm not gonna sit <laughs> on the bus. Like you know what? I, well, because like, you know, like uh, I thought you were I'm say res- you make sure that they give you one back. <laughs> 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 no, like I, I look. I mean, I like to chat. Like I know I'm fucking grumpy lots of times and stuff, but like I like whatever. And like I like like I have lots of girlfriends, and like I don't have to. Like I just like talking to people. I don't have to fucking. But I also get it that women are like apprehensive and think whatever. If you're like starting to talk like a stranger to them, you're trying to like holler at them or whatever. So when I'm like, if I want to say something, I make sure it's like, I'm, I have an out like right away. Like I'll wait till I'm getting off that subway stop and like talking for like 30 seconds. So then like, go, oh, I like your shoes or like blah, blah, blah. And then walk just cause like, I don't want them to think I'm like, Oh, I'm just hollering at them like that for whatever reason. And that, but like, yeah, I feel like anytime you're like genuine with like girls and stuff like that and not like creepy in that they appreciate it, but they're always kind of like on their like lookout for, for that too. And like, yeah. I don't blame, I don't blame I mean, them either. For sure. Girls definitely need to be uh, a little bit reserved in that sense, because obviously going out on a date with a guy is definitely risky as hell. Like a guy could kill do any of that stuff. So it's definitely in their natural instinct to be a little bit reserved. But there's nothing wrong with you just, like, genuinely being interested in a girl. Like, if you find a girl attractive and you just want to, like, say, like, mention it and, like, talk to her or whatever, like, as long as you approach it in a respectable manner, like, it's not a bad thing. And, like, and you get the fuck out if she's not interested. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the other thing, too. Like, I, and that's the thing. That's the, that's a major thing. It's, like, you shoot your shot and whatever happens, happens. Like, if she's not interested, you just, like, let it go. Like, this girl wasn't interested by the end. We had a, we had a nice discussion for, like, 20, 30 minutes, and then... When I asked her for her number or whatever, and she's just like, yeah, like, I'm not really down. I was just like, cool. She's like, yeah, have a good day. And like, we both just parted ways. Like, there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but it's when you're, like, a little bit – if you're, like, one of those guys who's, like, too aggressive or gets mad about it, then, yeah, that's that's psychotic. But Bro, I've been, I've been caught some – like, I've given a couple gay guys my numbers because, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, they're talking, like, talking to me and, uh, like, ch- like, obviously, like, hating on me. And I was like, I was like, I, now I know how women, like, feel. Like, they're – it's only happened to me on the Toronto subway. And, like, I get cornered and, like, 
I feel like they'll get mad if I say them. Yeah, like that, like this, like aggressively cornered, like on the side of the, like it'll be such an open area, and the guy will like come in and sit, like whatever. And then I remember he trying to ask me, he's like, "So which way do you go and stuff?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to like I'm going to Bloor Station or whatever." Like, no, no, boy, like what way and stuff? I was like, "What? What?" Like I was, and I was just like, I was like, and then I was like, just like, oh, like. Both always what, and then like I re- and then I realized like five minutes later this guy was like yeah, and then he get, he asked me for his number and I was like kind of like scared and shit and I was like I gave him my number I like I came in. <laughs> he messaged me as soon as I got off the subway too it was like you're a cute boy and stuff I was like oh my god and I just realized what I did and stuff like I was like oh my god this is what women go through like weekly <laughs> like, I was, like I was getting so fl- like flustered and shit like yeah because it wasn't like I've been hit on before like but this was like a scary hit on you know what I mean yeah like I was like I would tell this guy no he's gonna stab me type thing so I was like after that I was like oof man I can't believe women have to deal with that like all the time yeah I mean I feel like they don't like there are women who definitely do deal with it a lot but not every woman is like a lot of girls are actually pretty receptive to like just approach like you talking to them and stuff like that because i've i've started doing it a lot more often now you're like, taking your experience not the you don't see all the crazies and stuff no i'm though. sure no like i'm not disregarding those I'm, I'm not saying that girls don't get the crazies for sure like i'm sure that does happen but i feel like because of the social world we're in as well too a lot of interactions happen online more so than true in person these days because when i go out a lot like I, a lot of people are on their phones more so than just like you know actually talking to people so yeah. like when i approach a park or like on the bus or if i'm just walking or whatever i feel like that's an interaction that doesn't really happen as often sure i'm sure there's guys who like cat call or whatever do that shit but it's probably not an interaction where like you're trying to have a conversation with a woman as often because everyone's so involved in their own world and their own phones and their own like headphones and shit that they feel like they can't be disturbed or whatever so so yeah, I don't know. I've just kind of taken that approach, and it seems to be working out pretty well. Like even last night, I was out with like my coworkers and stuff, and like, I just like randomly approached this chick at the bar or whatever, and like she was cool with it. Like it wasn't anything, wasn't a big issue or anything like that. So, um, so yeah, like I was talking to this couple on the first night actually, and they were telling me about all these places in Houston to go check out. And honestly, if you ever meet like a black couple or just a black person in general in any like I guess part of of uh, any city that you happen to go to and like they're local, definitely follow their advice because these yeah. guys gave me so many good spots to check out. Um, and then after I um, after I went to uh, after I went to the park, I went to like one of the places that they told me to check out, which is a place called Lost and Found, and it's like this black owned like southern restaurant or whatever. So I was out there just, like, eating food or whatever and just, like, talking to the bartender. And then he was telling me about some places to check out as well, too. Um, so that night, I ended up going to this place called Playground. And that's where they play, like, all the best hits. So it's basically, it's weird because I looked this place up online and I was like, yo, I pray to God that this is not a dangerous area. Like, I pray that nothing bad is going to happen here. Because I didn't want to be stereotypical because I knew it was, like, hip-hop and a bunch of black people were going to be there. So I didn't want to be like, okay, like, this is going to be a shit show. But I was a little bit hesitant. So I, I called my Uber and I go, and I'm, like, a little bit nervous. And the moment I step to the spot, I already see a fight breaking out. It's, just, <laughs> it's literally this, like, I don't even know what happened. But is this gay guy fighting with security? And he was getting pissed. Like, he was telling them that he was going to beat the shit out of security. And they were trying to hold him back. Like, they were even trying to, like, be restrained. And even his friends were trying to restrain him. But he just kept going at them. 
to the point where one guy like pulled out the nightstick and was like ready to like smack the shit out of him. I was like, oh my god, like what have I got myself into? Like, of course I choose this spot and there's already a fight happening. Um, but yeah, luckily no guns are pulled and eventually his friends are able to like restrain him and they like Bro, that's as soon as I see a fight in like if I see a fight in Canada, I'm like looking, watching like I'm what the hell's going on. If I see a fight in the States, I'm I'm fucking out of there. Like I'm pretty, Yeah, I was man, I was so scared. I was like, if there's a gun in here, like shit's gonna go yeah, off. Yeah, I'm like I'm still gonna look like around the corner though. Like I'm gonna have a wall between me. Like I'm just like I'm like I'm not being in the vicinity. I'm not going down with a stray bullet. That's not how I'm going out, like on vacation. Fucking stray bullet by a gay guy who just shot it off. So I'm just watching around the corner. Yeah, so yeah, I was I was definitely nervous, and then uh, I just went in anyways, though, because everything calmed down afterwards. But it was a good time, and I'm glad I went because they played all this like music I really wanted to hear, like Chief Keef, um, <laughs> Little Baby, Future, like any any, any hip hop that you would think would bang in the South, like they were playing in and shit. I'm still looking for all the exits though for playing that music. <laughs> like, I'm going to get out of there. Like it sounds dope, but he's like Chief Keef is the first thing you say, bro. I'm like. I'm, I'm like, going hard, but I'm doing it right by the fire exit. Yo, so, yeah, funny enough, when I first got in there, I sat right by the bar, like, which is close to the exit because of that exact <laughs> I was like, yo, if I need to get out, I want to be able to get out safely and quickly as fast as possible. So, like, I sat right by the bar, which is, like, near the exit. Americans um, probably think we're such pussies. Like, <laughs> we have exit strategies just to go, like, like we're oh, fucking dude. going to Somalia or something like <laughs> Well, I didn't know anyone, so I'm like, no, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm the same way. I'm just saying, like, as an American, they probably hear that. They're like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. So I, I was ready to dip at, at any moment's notice. So later on, it got a little bit more comfortable. I started like getting into groove and then started like dancing and shit and got in the middle. But um, yeah, it was a good night. So I went out there, and then the Sunday, I went to this brunch place called Thirteen. So like James Harden, actually, when he was playing here in Houston, he funded this brunch place and. Uh, the bartender I was speaking to, he was telling me about it. So I decided to go there and I just met this woman at the bar. Cause like, I just sat in the middle and this girl just like, she's like older. She was like, I think she's in her like forties, but she didn't look it. Um, but yeah, she said, Hey. And then like, I said, what's up? And then we just started talking. I was just telling her about like how I came to Houston on my own. And she was like, yo, super shocked. Um, but like, she's not even from Houston. Like she's from Detroit. So like she kind of up and moved from Detroit to Houston as well too. And we were just, like, talking about my trip and, like, my birthday or whatever. She, like, gave me – she got me some drinks and stuff for my birthday. Um, and then her cousin was coming to visit as well, too. So her cousin came into the establishment a little bit later. And we were all just, like, chilling and just eating and drinking and stuff like that. Um, and shout out to them because they actually ended up paying for my dinner or my brunch oh. that day uh, for my birthday, which is pretty sick. So, um, yeah, that was dope. And then they were telling me – so she's, she lives in, like, the suburbs – so she was telling me about the suburbs. She's just like, yeah, you should come out there. And like, I was looking at it. I was like, all right, let me check it out. And I was like, how much is an Uber there? I'm like, oh my God, this is mad far. It's like $40, like $40 USD or like $50 USD to get out there. So I was like, oh, I don't even think I'll be able to make it out there. Um, but then she was saying that, no, her cousin, who's like also not from Houston, he was just in town visiting. He actually had a car there and was going to be able to drive me off there. So we were just like, yeah, we can meet up later. And then we could just go out to the cigar bar out there or whatever and like chill. So like me and him. Uh, drove all the way out there and then we were like chilling in the cigar bar um and then that night he wanted to go out so we went to this place called 1550 which is like one of the biggest like hip-hop spots in houston and funny enough like so i, I had to pay we had to pay for 
the parking because I had cash on me. Yeah. And like everywhere in the States apparently does not take cash anymore. Like I guess they're scared of people running out on their bills or something, or they've had issues with that now. So they always take your credit card to like pay for shit. Like so little places take cash. Um, do they still like, do they walk off of their credit card to go do that shit too? Yeah. So, so some of them you can tap certain things. It depends like what it is. It's wild. They're still just getting tap and stuff. Like, yeah. But they still don't have that really implemented. Like a lot of restaurants, they take your card and then they write down your name or whatever. And then they bring you back the bill and then you got to put in how much you want to tip and then the final amount. And then, yeah. Happens. Like I remember in New York, like they, the lady grabs my credit card and just like walks off with it and like, does, like I was just like, what the fuck? And like they're like, yeah, they have to do that like machine, like far in the back and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is like? How is America behind on that shit? Like it's weird. Yeah, as fuck. It's, it's weird that they still do that shit. I think it's because they have so. I've heard it's because they have so many different banking systems. Like here we have like the major five or whatever, right? But there, like every podunk fucking city has their own banks and like stupid shit like that. So apparently, it makes it so hard for it to like work for everything yeah yeah i guess that would make sense because like td or interact sorry runs a lot of like they're the ones who came up with the chip thing for us out here so like Mm -hmm. it's the other the banks like adopted it from interact essentially so i guess in the states it'd be like a different situation on how they have to do that like i feel like every individual bank in the states would probably have to implement it on their own or something i don't know i'm not sure but yeah they still do that card thing and all that so so yeah we went out to 1550 uh i had to pay for his parking but that was fine because he drove me like fucking out there anyway so um but then we went to the event and we didn't i didn't know that it was an event so the event was dips that was performing that night oh shit Um, yeah so jim jones uh joel santana and i think freaky Ziki were all out there just like performing and shit so obviously they run up the amount that you have to pay to get in so cover was like 40 dollars after 8 8 p.m or some shit so we have to pay that to get in or whatever um but yeah worth it though I would say no because <laughs> we so we got there kind of late because we were at the we were at the uh what do you call it? we were at the cigar bar for a while so we got there kind of late and like Sundays is like usually it's popping but I feel like that Sunday a lot of things were kind of like closing a little bit earlier or whatever so we were there till like probably we got there probably like twelve ish and we were there till like two ish maybe or something like that. So I wouldn't say it was worth the entire experience, but it was it was still a good show for sure. And there's like women out there and shit like that. So like that was the good aspect of it. Um but yeah, he was looking to still party afterwards, but like by that point I was so dead tired and I just kind of wanted to like chill. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna head home or whatever. So just like tied up a couple people and then like went home after. But it was a it was a good time. And then my Monday in Houston, I literally just chilled for most of the day. I just like grabbed some food and then I dipped. Um but yeah, it was like Houston was Houston was a good time. I liked it. I'm, I'll definitely go back some other time, um, revisit it or whatever. But it was a, it was a good city. Like the nightlife was great. Meeting people was great. Like one one thing that I had to do though was uh, because Bell like fucked up my plan. Where like I got an extra like gig of data so I could use it out there and like get minutes to call people in the states. But they didn't add it, so I had to use like. Um, I had to use Wi-Fi at a lot of places. And most of them had it, and they knew the password, but there was a couple places that they didn't know the password. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Like, I'm literally just, like, kind of stranded out here, and I have to go somewhere else to get, like, an Uber to be able to get back home because taxi cab services are fucked. Like, I called one, and this guy was like, yo, it's going to be 25-minute wait to be able to get to the next spot I was trying to go to. 
and he was charging me like $35 USD. And literally the place that I was trying to go to was like five minutes away. I was like, it literally an Uber would have been seven bucks. Yeah. So thankfully I canceled that because I was like, no fucking way am I paying that bullshit. But um, I ended up getting like Wi-Fi somewhere else and catching an Uber and ended up going home or whatever. Um, but yeah, Houston, great. Definitely had a great time. Dallas was good too. Dallas, the issue with Dallas was that I got there during the week. So I went to the little baby and Chris Brown concert. And I realized, <laughs> man, I'm not built for I'm not built for that concert scene anymore. Like what? I'm, that I'm, scene? I think it's like past my prime. I, I I think maybe for that concert specifically, I think that's why. Like you're so good for concerts. Like yeah, just... yeah, but it was it was a younger crowd though. At least where I was standing, I think that was the issue. Like where I was standing was a younger crowd, so they weren't yeah. really like fucking with some of the music the same way I was. But um, I think that's also on Chris Brown's part too because he plays a lot of his new music in the front. So like his new album, he was playing all that, and I love that new album. So I, I was going off to that, but most of the crowd didn't know that. Um, so they weren't really fucking with it that much, but he played a little bit of his old tracks in the middle and that's where they really snapped and like, they really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of like adults with their kids and like a lot of like younger crowd, at least in this section I was or whatever. Um, and yeah, so it, it was good. It was like cool, but it wasn't really like the exact concert I, I expected. For, yeah. I've had that. I went to, I went to Tyler, the creator concert and I was like in the middle of it. And I remember I looked around and it was like all 17 year olds, like just like moshing. And I was like, my time has come and went like, I'm, <laughs> I, like, like, I can't, I, yeah, I really need to think about the audience I'm going to like for concerts at this point now. Cause like, it was like, it was literally like, like all like 16, 17 year old white kids just fucking like moshing around and stuff. But I'm like, and I started like getting into it and then I was like, I'm fucking 29. I can't do this, but yeah. Yeah. And I also realized I don't know, like, I'm not hip on Little Baby, yo. I thought I knew Little Baby's music. I don't know Little Baby's music, bro. Really? There were so many songs he was playing. I was like, yo, what is this? Like, I haven't heard this. Like, obviously the hits I knew, like, Drip Too Hard. Yeah. And uh, whatever, Harder. A couple of those tracks. Like, I knew those. But there was a lot of songs he was performing. I was like, man, I don't think I've ever heard this in my life. Like. So I, I realize I realize I'm not that hip on Little Baby as much as I was. Like I like I was like one of the first people who was on him too. Like before he was famous from like the Drake thing. Like I was listening to his music and shit. And now I realize like I haven't really kept up with the albums that he's put out and shit. So I'm uh, I'm way off of his music. But but yeah, that was my that was my birthday actually because I flew that Tuesday. So uh, I flew into Dallas, got into like my uh, hotel, which is super nice. It's this place called the Guild. It's on this like. 49th floor of this building that they rented out. They rented out like three floors and it's like non-contact. So you just get in there and they give you everything that you need through your phone essentially. And then like, once you get into your suite, you have like uh, your access cards to be able to use if you want, if you need a physical version or whatever, but yeah, super nice suite. Uh, they have like a restaurant that's like, I'm pretty sure there's like a five-star chef or some shit who works there. Cause all the food there was delicious, but definitely like on the higher end in terms of like pricing. Um, but there's also like another side to it where there's these guys who are in this club that also work in the tower, but like they stay there for like, I guess maybe months on end or like a couple of times throughout the year or whatever. And you basically buy a membership to be a part of it. Um, and it's like a bunch of old rich dudes. Like everyone who is a part of it was like a rich older dude. They either had their older wives with them or like their mistresses with them. Like it was actually pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> 
so yeah i was in a building with them and stuff like that so that was like kind of interesting and shit too and like every girl that worked at this restaurant too was like banging like at least a eight or higher or like seven or higher um so like they clearly cater to a certain audience that's for sure but yeah it was it was a it was a good restaurant out there good spot the wednesday thursday really didn't do much outside of just like explore the city and like walk around much because there's not much to do i thought thursday would be the night where stuff really gets popping um so i ended up going to this one bar like i went to like three bars and like two of them were kind of duds um actually one of them was pretty good but i just wasn't like getting too turned that night so i was just like chilling um, but then I went out to another spot, which was, like, pretty bumping. So, like, Thursday was good. Uh, then the Friday, my brother had a friend who I actually met up with. That was pretty dope. We went out to, like, a couple – went out to his, like, hotel spot. Uh, met another couple who we were just, like, chatting with and, like, chilling with or whatever. Um, and then, like, got drunk and, like, chilled. And then uh, the Saturday was when I just turned up solo, so I ended up going. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
going to fuck. What was the place I went to? Uh, I ended up going to. Oh, I ended up going to this place called Blondes and Bottles. So literally, like every girl that works in this place is literally a blonde-haired chick. Wow, I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be in jail. You'd have it. Yeah, field <laughs> day out there, bro. I, would, uh, I honestly thought about that when I got in there. I'm like, yeah, right now, I'm. I am currently looking up flights to Dallas right now. <laughs> Blondes and bottles. I love both things. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's like a, you remember that thing I posted last week or whatever. Those all those. So, same sorority oh yeah, yeah girls. sorority chick yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god that's like my wet dream yeah. everyone else is posting about that shit on twitter like what the fuck is this i was like this is literal heaven what is everyone complaining <laughs> yeah. about like this is what like this, this is what muslims picture when they think they're getting 72, 72 virgins. virgins like yeah. that's me right that's what that my 72 virgins would look like okay and they're all accusing me of fake sexual assault after and i'm still loving it oh my god oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the thing was because i thought about that after i was like yo isn't this kind of racist well, Super of, like, racist, how, but yeah, awesome racist. Because, yeah, because of how, like, good the women were looking, I was just like, eh. And I was like, drunk, yeah. like, eh, it's like, whatever. Like, if no one else has an issue with it, like, I'm not going to have an issue. If I was a black woman, yeah. I would just I'd go there anyways and apply every month. Just Yeah, that's, that was the thing, though. So, like, there wasn't any other race. It was literally just, like, white girls working there, and they all had blonde hair. And I was just like... Man, like, are you, are you telling me a black woman with blonde hair couldn't work here or, like, an Asian woman? I never even thought about that. Yeah, there's tons of... <laughs> but they didn't have any that night, at least. So I was just like, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. But it was a, it was a good time. I, I caught some of the fight there, too. So um, it was good. And then, like, the, I was talking to this girl who was, like, paying for her drink. And then she was, like, telling me her story or whatever. Uh, basically, like, her dad was, like, hitting her up or whatever. And she was out drunk. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want to talk to my dad right now. I told me first everything up. She was like chilling with her friends and they were going in some other spot. Um, but I did want to check this one point place called Citizen out because uh, a dude in Houston was telling me about it. Like one of my dr- Uber drivers, he was telling me it's a spot I should check out. So I was like, yeah, like, I really want to go. But there was a lineup for it. So I was like, fuck, I couldn't get in there. So the girl I was talking to, she went to this like gay bar and I was like, okay, well, if I have a girl who's like kind of interested in me, I might as well like take her up on it and go like chill. So I took a Uber, which costed a little bit too much that I was expecting, but... Uh, end up going to the gayborhood, which is what they call it. It's like, I guess, a neighborhood full of gay bars and like restaurants and all that stuff. And I guess gay people live there as well, too. Um, so yeah, I went with there and uh, we were just chilling and like dancing or whatever. And then I was like, oh yeah, like I, I invited her back, but then I changed my mind because I was like, yo, my flight is literally at, like, I gotta be at the airport early. It was like, I gotta be there like seven or eight. And I was just like, yeah, it's two in the morning right now. Like, I'm not going to get any proper sleep or anything. And I still have to pack some of my shit. So I was just like, yeah, like, I'm just going to chill. But um, she has, like, a friend out in Toronto or whatever. So I was like, yeah, if you're ever out in Toronto or whenever I'm back in Dallas, like, we can obviously, like, meet up and chill or whatever. Uh, So, yeah, I just went back home. And then, yeah, I caught my flight. And then the crazy thing was my flight ended up getting delayed. So I was kind of pissed about that. Because I was like, man, I didn't have to be here this early. Like, you guys are fucking shitting me. But... Uh, it is what it is. So yeah, that was a great, was a great time, time too. too. Definitely had a blast. Is it wait? Was this place called Bottled Blonde? Yeah, Bottled Blonde. There we go. Yeah, Bottled Blonde. Just want to make sure that's the right. Yeah, I just want to go before I make any rash decisions here. Oh my god. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was pretty much a trip. Like it was a good trip. I had a good view. Good living experience obviously the the money ratio like the canadian dollar to usd 
is killing my bank account. So that's the issue. But um, which is like. America's falling apart, and they're still fucking. Yeah, the dollar's still the strongest. Yeah, like, god damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that shit fucked me up a little bit. But other than that, yeah, a great time. Um, and then I realized one last thing before we get into your stories. Um, they have way better phone rates because every yeah. Well, we have one of the worst. Yeah, everyone who's outside, they don't even call people. They be using. FaceTime to interact. They'll look, they'll be in the club FaceTiming their friends. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. Like the fact that you guys are able to do this on your plans is mind boggling to me. But shout out to them. That's a yeah, bro. Like about their phone plans. They uh, cause like I've lived there a couple of times. I've had American phone bills and stuff. And it's well, first of all, Canada has literally one of like the worst like first world country like for rates like that for yeah, we're the phone. like we're so fucked. Yeah, we're so fucked on that. And I like to see. Yeah, it's just funny. Everywhere we go, like we just fucking automatically sign into the Wi-Fi too, because it's like I need, like I'm not wasting my fucking plan on this or whatever. But yeah, I know, I know that we we get so fucked on that end and stuff too, man. They used to have like all the dope. Oh, really? But then we used to have the dopest little fucking like, or they used to have like, remember they had the sidekicks and stuff? And before that, back in the day, like, you couldn't even get that here. Like, when I was in high school, I wanted to. Remember those? Like, yeah. Remember the sidekicks? You put those on your belt and you're fucking golden. Yeah, so good. And I shot guns too. I shot guns too. I forgot. Shot guns. Shot guns in Dallas. Have you done it before? No, nah, it was my first time, so it was, a, it was an cherry. experience. I kind of wish it was longer, but it was still a good experience. So I, I just, like, there's a visceral feeling to shooting a gun. Now I know why they don't want to give up their guns. I wouldn't either, bro. Like, after shooting them, like, I can see why you guys do not want to give these shits. Well, I also wouldn't want to give it up because every fucking other person around me has a gun boner. So, like, yeah. and I don't trust those motherfuckers, so I'm having my gun, too. Yo, so my Uber driver was a black dude, and he dropped me off at the spot. And, like, when we got there, it was literally, like, five, six, like, white guys just chilling outside. And they looked like rednecks, like, a little bit. Yeah. So, like, I'm hopping out the car, my guy's like, yo, you got to be careful out here, bro. Like, you better wash your back. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm like, I'm like, yo, yeah, it looks a little bit shady. But funny enough, I ended up, like, when I st- when I walked by them, the guys noticed that I was wearing a Toronto Raptors jersey. He's like, yo, Toronto Raptors. I'm like, yeah, 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 what's up? And he's like, yeah, we are, we're from Vancouver. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, really? Yeah, I just started talking to them. They are saying that, like, they so we just So you guys just profiled some white guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Look at these dangerous-ass rednecks and stuff. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. It's Hello. Canadians, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just like, it's like, we're some Canadians. Like, some Vancouverites. Yeah, they're my brothers. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, so they're, they're out there for a wedding or whatever, and they're like, yeah, we just want to come shoot guns. I'm like, yeah, that's what I came here to do, too, so... That's like that's like in most of those, like, in Vegas and stuff, too, like, especially the tourist ones you'll find, it's like, it's, they're all like people from other places because the, the other ones like the non-popular ones of the regulars and shit like that so it's pretty yeah. common yeah and that's the thing with the with the spot that i was at they like the package that they do the guy was telling me he's like yeah this package is usually for tourists or whatever because they just want to come here and shoot guns or whatever and like we just teach them the basics yeah they're not practicing their accuracy and like yeah <laughs> looking yeah. to defend their home for <laughs> yeah exactly you know what's funny uh there's this video or whatever they took these black guys went to a gun range where it's like all white redneck guys and they just started yelling tur- like they put up 
pictures of like white dudes like get down on the ground or like he's got a gun and stuff like that like yelling full full force and it just fast yeah, forwards yeah. five minutes later and they're like we got kicked out they did not like that <laughs> and stuff it's like get down on the ground buddy and stuff is like gun and then they're like oh it turns out it was just the lollipop and stuff like that and the, they were in there for like five minutes like okay you need to get the fuck out of here it's like that, <laughs> that is a bold move but i want to do something like that for sure yeah, yeah shooting guns <laughs> a lot of fun so yeah i can i can see that but yeah that, that was my trip man i enjoyed it so uh, sounds good and like and so you you like traveling alone right like some people think it's still weird because i've i think since like i was like 26 27 i've always preferred to go on my own and people are always, even now like in the late 30s they're like oh like you where you going just by yourself and stuff i'm like yeah, yeah like what i i don't know what like the big deal is it's so much i don't know i prefer it for the most part yeah, my, I mean, I, I was talking to my coworkers about it yesterday, and my, my boss was like, you went by yourself? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's kind of, like, cool, but, like, you weren't, like, worried or anything? I was like, nah, not really. So, I, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy it by myself because, I don't know, I kind of, like, just, I like my own company, and sometimes, like, I can choose what I want to do. I don't have to, like, kind of factor in what someone else might want to do because a lot of times, like, you go on a trip with someone and it might be like, oh, they don't want to do what you want to do or, like, you don't want to do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, and they might find, like, offense with that or whatever. But uh, there are some times where I did want to have someone else out there, though, just to, like, be able to talk to and, like, not have to force myself to kind of, like, make friends with someone else or whatever. Um, but I feel like it does force you to kind of really take in that city because you're by yourself. So if you want to have a good experience, you have to at least talk to someone like whether it's your Uber driver to find out where the spots are to go or the actual locals themselves and like letting them know what's up, like letting them tell you what's up. Um, there is that aspect where they kind of have to force you to do that. So it kind of pushes you out of your comfort zone. So I do like it for that reason, but there were definitely sometimes like this would have been cooler. If a couple of my friends were here as well too. So oh yeah, for sure. I'm just do like a friend trip um, and not do like a solo. You just got to go with people. Like, you either got to go with, like, the good thing, too, is to, like, inter, like, when I did South America, I intertwined with, like, friends. So, like, I go for a week on my own, but then I know they would be in this country, so I go for three days with them. You know what I mean? And then bounce for another couple days on your own, and, like, then I'll go see another group of friends and stuff. That was, like, awesome. Or go, like, like, I've traveled one friend who's so good at doing shit on his own and stuff, too, so we could, like, separate for three days and just be yeah. like, he wants to go to the museum, I'm like, whatever, I want to do this and stuff, and it's just, like, you have to travel with the right people, so many times I have, like, friends and homies who travel, and they'll go with someone, I'm like, that's a terrible idea, and then they come, like, they hate each other after and stuff, the amount of times that I've seen that is, like, wild, too, people just think they're gonna be friends and be friends, like, you know what I mean, like, you have to, yeah. you have to pick the right people that you want to, like, travel with, like, I'm annoying, but, like, at least I'm, like, okay, I'll go do this on my own and stuff, too, right? So it's not yeah. like you have to fucking deal with me that much. And stuff. But some people can't – the worst is traveling with someone who can't be on their own at all, which is, like, you know that – you know those type? Like, they always have to fucking be around people. And be around someone, around. yeah. Yeah, and it's just, like, man, like, go Because then it's, like, too clingy. It's, like, yo, Yeah, too clingy. much. Like, yeah, and then they get mad you're not doing the same thing as them. And it's, like, well, why don't you go to the thing? I can't go on my own and stuff. And it's, like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> like, that's – I want – like, I have tons of friends I refuse to travel with just because I know it won't be, like, dope and stuff, too. So like, Yeah, that, that's kind of, like, the situation with vacations and stuff, I feel like, too. Or, like, girls' trips. Like, a lot of girls' trips end up in ruin because – Oh, yeah. 
they want to do certain things and then the other girls might not want to do that or whatever so mm-hmm. there's like someone who's on the odd one out but i feel like vacations too like you can't necessarily get away from your significant other sometimes like sometimes your significant other really wants you to do something so you kind of have to just do it because oh yeah you know, for sure significant other, so. but even like i've told like when i'm in serious relationships i'm like there's gonna be like I'm going to want a vacation like on my own for a couple of days first or like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. I'll go with you. But like, I just need, like, I also need to fucking actually like be attached and like have a couple of, like, you should find someone you like can are good with. Yeah. That's what you're going to travel. Not every girl, not every girl's going to be down. <laughs> yeah. But I'll make Some that. That's going to be a long ass conversation. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, some of them don't give like, why? Like, don't you love me and stuff? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you mean, man? Like I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing to spend the rest of my life with you. Like, I think I can fucking <laughs> go to Mexico for four days on my own. Like Jesus Christ. And yeah, stuff. I get yeah, so yeah. offended. So I'm like, I get that out of the way right away too and stuff too. So I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, honestly, and yeah, girls, man, you know, okay, like obviously Elisa's fucking worldly travel, or like I think you have her on IG, like yeah. she's just been nonstop. That girl has a graveyard of friends though, because of like oh, four really, years yeah. of, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. man. Like, when we even when we were dating, she's like when she was like take off and stuff. I'm like, because I just got back from my trip. I'm like, you're not gonna want to go with this girl, like. And she'd be like, no, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. And like, and then like a month later, she's like, I'll never speak to Tiffany again. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, I told you why. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah, and like, yeah. no, and like, I mean, I've done like, Elisa, it's not even really just her, but she's also like, whatever. She's kind of, yeah. I'm just, like, she knows what she wants to do with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can do shit on her own too, like 100%. Yeah. But that girl, like, she's just done nothing but travel like four or five years. And it's like, it's literally a graveyard of friends. Like, I don't even ask for what happened to this person anymore. I'm like, oh, you don't seem to talk to them ever at all and stuff. I'm like, you probably travel with them. <laughs> You're just done with them afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah. I've seen tons of friendships die that way. So, yeah. I've seen quite a few as well, too. So. Yeah. But that's dope, though. Like, do you think you'll stay, meet anyone you stay in contact with a little bit? Um, maybe, I mean, the lady that I met in Houston, I feel like I might hit her up a couple times just because like she, her business kind of maybe might intersect with what I'm doing a little bit. Yeah. So there's that. And then the girl that I met at a uh, bottled blondes, uh, I feel like I could probably keep in touch with her a little bit as well. Too. I'll, I'll keep in touch um, with bottled blondes. <laughs> and then, uh, there was actually a dude in Houston. He's like a bartender that I was talking to. Um, at a different spot, and he was like, we had a long chat, like, we were talking about a whole bunch of shit, um, and he actually gave me some recommendations in Dallas before I left, because he used to live there. That guy, like, if he comes up to Toronto, like, I'll definitely meet up with him, because he seemed like a super chill dude, so, yeah, I'd I'd definitely like to hang out with that dude, but, but yeah, I feel like, I mean, it'll just be, like, Instagram stuff, like, I'm not really gonna, like, keep up heavy, because I feel like the older you get, it's harder to do that now. For sure. Um... It'll be one of those, yeah. like, if you're in town or they're in town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if I'm ever in town or if someone else is in town, 100%. Like, I could definitely meet up with a lot of people that I met out there, so. Oh, good trip. Sounds enjoyable. Like, I want to do that soon, too. I'm trying to think of somewhere. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to go to San Diego in a couple of weeks, but I want to want to also fucking, yeah, I don't know. I like, like I said, like, when I was traveling to, like, other places, I'd always try and just get a layover in the States for like one or two days and i always had fun too like with that as well like just stopping in miami for like a day or two and yeah it is definitely people i give the states like shit and stuff and always like almost if you're anti-american and that but it, it is funny me some like cool people and there is just like something different about it and you can give you can give it shit of being like 
but yeah, it's nice to see like there are friendly people and like it's kind of a different bit of a culture and that and stuff too. So it's it's yeah. nice to experience a bit of different of everything. Like else. the online, the online aspect makes it seem way worse than it actually is. Because I remember we yeah. were talking about this. We were like, oh yeah, it's open carry like uh, state, and like no, I never saw anyone just walking around with their gun out there. I feel like you'd have to be maybe in like the country for that to be a thing because a lot of buildings are like, oh, you can't come into the Yeah, you can't bring it in. Yeah, so. A lot of people keep them in the car too and stuff though too. So Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that probably happens too. But yeah, no one's just like actively walking out with a gun and shit like just that. active shooters all the time. So I feel like a lot of like the online media kind of makes it seem a certain way. But once you really get out into the real world, and I'm not saying that like obviously people aren't going to get shot. Yeah, so it's fucked up issues. Like, yeah, like 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 when I was in Dallas, like everyone just kept telling me they're like, yeah, this place is like kind of dangerous. Like you can actually get like robbed like at gunpoint, just like anywhere pretty much. And I was like, oh shit. But, um Once you're actually out there, it's just like yeah, whatever. So. I'm probably gonna die traveling that way. <laughs> like I, I honestly, I, like I'm always like. I just don't like I'm like okay I'll be fine and stuff and like I did that so many times and just like yeah yeah it's about being cautious about your surroundings like being aware of like where you are and like what's kind of going on yeah I just get too caught up in the moment and stuff like I know what the odds it'll happen and stuff (laughs) like I got held up at gunpoint in Columbia twice like in the wrong area it's like oh shit but yeah it sounds like a good trip I'm jealous Daddy? Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to keep saying something. No, it's... But yeah, no, it, it was a good trip, man. It was a good trip. I really enjoyed it. Now I'm, like, reevaluating my life a little bit, too, and shit, because... Yeah, that, that, that'll happen. Uh, I want to... Man, like, this shit's expensive. I want to be able to, like, live this life, though. Like, yeah. Just travel and shit, so... The, what's the remote... And now I'm 30, so... The remote dream. Change too. But... Yeah, what were the stories you want to get off? Because we're almost at an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Papa's vacation story. Uh, Now you're putting me on fucking the spot here. Oh, rolled up. Um, Man, we've got to do something here about... I want to continue and share my life and stories with with people on the podcast, but it's really starting to take a detrimental, (laughs) like... um, impact on my life here so so i I met this girl a couple weeks ago and we've been talking like she's cool whatever um and like we just started talking a lot throughout the day and before we even met yo she pulls up right away this is one of the clips that i don't remember you posting this clip and it was like basically one of those clips where i'm going off about um like being a fuck boy or whatever like that and she's like probably a clip where you were like yo you should post this bro probably but this one was from like a year ago though it was from early 2021 um but yeah and then just like and then like a couple like each time now i don't know i are girls doing like more of their like investigative work or something like this was what What the fuck was that hoe about no you just sparked something in my mind i totally forgot to mention this but yeah keep going no but yeah so i'm just like i'm like okay like even now i I, like i'm assuming she's gonna hear this so if you hear this i i'm sorry i I had to i had to tell someone like (laughs) i can't i can't like this story would way be way more savage normally but um that was like the tame version. Yeah. Oh, this is the extremely the tame version. But I've got, I've, I've also got 
really good at explaining myself now for this. Like, now I have... Oh, yeah, just tell the truth. It's just... It's, I mean, let's not go that far. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that crazy. It's a, it's a routine with majority truth here. Uh, but um, I'm just like, yeah, so I have, I have that down. And now just expect at this point, I'm like, okay, if, like, as soon as I get this girl on social, I'm going to have to explain... Uh, my life and these posts and stuff. So that, that's part of it. Um, and then <laughs> do you want to tell that? What, what, what did that make you think of? So, uh, so uh, I, downloaded I downloaded Tinder just to like, to like I, I guess I Tinder's not really the main one to use these days. anymore. No, but it's like, the, well, it's really like grimy, quick fuck. Like you don't look for relationships on Tinder. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on the wrong app anyways, but so I downloaded Tinder just to like meet people in, in Toronto or out there. Yeah. yeah, Out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But I kept it, I kept it a little bit in Toronto for like the past few days. I'm actually going to delete it this weekend. Cause it's whatever, like you said, it's a waste, but, um, so I kept it. And when I came back from, uh, when I came back from my trip, this one girl matched me. And then she sent me this message being like, Oh, I just, like, oh, I just, like, creeped your Instagram, and, and I saw that you were engaged. Why are you on Tinder? And I just started dying in my head because I'm like, yo, this girl literally investigated my Instagram, did not do her, her due diligence to realize that this was an April Fool's joke from, like, a year ago. So I was, like, laughing, but then, like, I didn't answer in time, so I guess she realized that she fucked up, and she, like, unmatched me after. Or she probably just called you out. She probably didn't even realize. She probably thought she tapped herself on the shoulder and was like, I called him out now. Like, I don't want to have that conversation with him. Oh, okay, maybe. I mean, that could have been it, too. But, yeah, she unmatched me afterwards, and I was like, fuck, I really wish I opened it earlier to, like, roast her about how dumb she looks about creeping my page and then getting it completely wrong because she thought that she was going to be like this hero about like look at all these fuck boys who come on tinder and shit like that so. bro and men some of those and they're so i've so i had that before too because i posted a picture and it's my best friend's fucking wedding she's like i just want to get this clear are you married and on here i'm like and this was after i just gone to the like to the wedding to the to wedding or whatever i'm like I'm like I I was I went off and I was like I was like who the fuck do you think you are first of all get the fuck out of here I was like that was like my best my childhood best friend's wedding like it was a fucking very important moment to me and you want to try and ruin it and bring this negative energy like I was like well, who the like it was my best friend getting married the audacity yeah. that you have like you know what I mean and she's like and it's so funny some of these girls talk to you so clearly like like well I just wanted to get this clear and stuff when they, they that's such a phrase they use like, I, I don't want any like misconception. I want to make sure and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah, like who the fuck do you think you like? You can just like you know, like they think it's like an interview or something. Like you don't even want to make the effort, and you're giving me attitude when you do it too. Like it's like that. I just wanted to make sure, like you, just so we indicate when this goes any further. I don't want to waste my time. So I was like, "Bitch, I'm gonna waste your time anyways." But you're not gonna find <laughs> out till your time's been wasted. Like, come on, like that makes that shouldn't make me want to turn into savage mode. Like where it's just yeah. like you deserve to be broken lady like <laughs> yeah i felt like going off so hard on this guy i wish i did because i was like man you're so dumb for like just assuming that you scroll through my page and you think that i'm engaging them on tinder yeah like the fucking exactly they think they're doing like god's work or something too it's like you just look like an idiot man it's just like ugh. and so i had and i had another one too a girl i matched with this girl i don't remember her and she's like she's like She's mess. I get a message and stuff. So she's like, "So you're just gonna like mess me after you like ghost me and like didn't show up for the date and stuff." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And stuff. She's like, 
look at my profile like four years ago, whatever in Toronto and stuff. I was like, I, I, and then I look, I was like, she, she fucking added me just to bitch at me because I fucking stopped like hanging out with her for like four years ago. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, get over it. Like, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Like, come on now and stuff too. So I was like, uh, anyways, that's like that bullshit and stuff. I'm like, honestly, now at this point, I just, I have the like dating app and I just use it to like fuck around because everyone on it's just a complete. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I don't the like whole the online interaction because I feel I don't know. For me, I don't really like talking to people online because they don't really get what I'm trying to say or like these long ass messages in between. Like that's why I'm just going to delete it because like it's usually not the thing that I enjoy doing. But yeah, I only got it because I thought if I was out there, like I might be able to like you know meet up with someone and like just hang out or whatever. But that didn't even end up happening. Like I had a date planned with this one girl and then like she just didn't answer me. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. People like people, no matter what. Like you can't go in there and have like be have like feelings or soft or anything. You can do anything like be so much better than this person or like no matter what, and you're still gonna get like ghosted or like some yeah. like they're gonna like the wildest thing to me is there's some like girls will like message you like these detailed stuff and whatever, and like you can tell like they're so enthusiastic, and then like oh like I won't answer for a bit, and then like I say something, you just never hear from them again. It's like you're the one that like tracked me down. Like, so you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't be, you can't like, people are just fucking weird. You have no idea what's going yeah, on. Like super weird. So <laughs> many, so many girls in that, like take it like to heart or personal and stuff. And just like people, you just, you have absolutely like half the people on there are like immediately. Like when I see my friends on there, like girls or whatever, it's usually always cause they're like on a break or a breakup. So they just like right away. But obviously like, their number one thing is still their partner that they're kind of with, right? Like, they're just, you know, they're they're just there or whatever. Like, half the girls here are just, like, a quick rebound, I need to get over it or whatever. And realistically, they're fucking waiting for their boyfriend to call again. And so, you know what I mean? Like that. So, if you're fucking, you got to have thick skin if you're going to be on that thing because you could do everything right and you're still not going to get answers and stuff. But even to me, there's sometimes, like, bitch, the odd dad, like, I just answered because I needed to know that you were into me. You're into me, yeah. But, like, I was like, the fact that you, don't like I'm the guy. Sometimes my ego goes into kind of like you should be fucking messaging me every twenty minutes, like just hoping that I say something. Like you should, the others, there's like one girl I still think about. Like I was only talking to her for I can't remember for some reason I wanted or needed something, and then she just stopped talking. And I was like, who the fuck does she? Like I still think about her like three years later. I was like, w- like what? Like she should be so happy. But I, I don't even get it. So. That's, that was going on. Oh, um, you, so wait, you're saying Hinge is better, eh? Hinge for like like girls who are normal. Like if you want like a, to see a girl and stuff, like it's bad if it's like one night hookups or like you're yeah, out yeah, on a Friday. Yeah. And stuff. Really but yeah, but like I like you know I fucking like to if you want to lead like multiple girls along and promise them stuff, it's the great place to go. Like everyone's out <laughs> looking for. I might, I might give it a try later on. Later. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has the best looking girls by far. Like. Um, by far, by far, um, and like normal and stuff like that too. So, and then I also I, I went on this date, right? And like we hit it off. It was cool. She was cool, smart, like one of the like smartest girls. Like I'm, I'm just like super attractive as I as I get older though. And so we're sitting talking. Like we click, we hit it off. We're going a second date, and we start talking. And this girl goes, I don't, I, I think this happened before. We stopped. I don't know. I don't think I told this on the podcast. This girl goes, we start talking about exes. 
This girl goes on a 20 minute rant on how she'll never date someone who's bipolar. bipolar? Or, yeah, we didn't, did I tell on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so, anyways, we kept, we, we, we kept talking ourselves. Like, we kept, I like, kept talking to her and we were like, like, yeah, whatever. We hooked up and we we're hanging out all summer and shit. This bitch turns out to be mentally ill and crazy herself. Like completely, Yo, no com- yeah, completely off her rock and, and that too. And I like, I finally I like called her out or that, and she's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm like, like I, there's some like you obviously have like these is- like these issues or whatever and stuff. She's like, she's like, yeah, well, I actually was like diagnosed with some like personality thing and stuff, and I was oh like, my God. I was like, why the fuck when you say that? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> she's like, well, I didn't believe it and stuff, and she's like, I didn't tell my parents, and I was like holy fuck man and like it was just like the most wild and this girl just like said the most wild shit to like and then would completely like turn and change and i was like no, i'm like a lawyer yeah and this is man this was a fucking it too and i'm like this girl has like and she's like she's so like she's like whatever super well off and like just one of those she never had to pay for school or anything in her life or whatever and she just has this like huge complex issue with and, and that and, like straight up called it out and that's how it led to this thing i was like this like and i was so like co- like about it because i was like okay that's that sucks like a data partner who is like that and doesn't like care or whatever so i'm like i tried to be like super nice and then like as time passed on i was like this girl's more and more off a rocker than than I thought and stuff. And then it like finally came to that. And I was like, okay, man, like deuces. I am out of here. Uh, oh, but yeah, over now, eh? that's how, that's how it ended. But like, <laughs> like the plot twist of that, eh? Like I'm telling that story. Yeah, that that's wild. It, yeah. That it ended up her being the crazy one. I was like, man, I was like, what that the makes fuck? for a great movie or TV. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> and the thing is like, this is why I'm like, and the thing about it though is, so I felt like, I don't know, obviously my mental health has gone on the way and hurt lots of people. So I was like super, super considerate of it and stuff. I'm like, explain to her, I'm like, hey, like, I can't hang out today. Like, it's just one of those days, blah, blah, blah. Like, whereas normally I just ghost completely yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. too. And then for this girl to like have unacknowledged, like unmitigated, like completely raw like, mental health issues she doesn't even address and just covers up with alcohol and work. I'm like, okay, this is the, like the plot twist. Like I was trying to become a good guy. <laughs> Look what happens here. Like, you know what I mean? Try to do the right thing once. Like, I'm not going to be one of those people who use an excuse to like do bad things because I'm going to do bad things no matter what. But, like... Yeah, you can't let the one experience. Yeah, I, I, I hate people who do that, that, like, excuse. Like, well, I did this. Like, a one girl broke my heart, so now I have to, like, destroy them all. But um, it was... It's still... five break your heart. Yeah, if two... If two... If one more motherfucker pulls some shit on me like this with mental health stuff, I am just, like, I'm going off all my meds. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm not going to sleep for three days. And then I'm just going to destroy some lives. So that's how it went down. We had that happening. Ah, man, I don't know. A bunch of other shit. <laughs> we talked about your trip a lot, so I won't get into it. I'll hold on to some of the stuff for next week. Is there any any topics, worldly things that we should even... Like I said, man, it was now a good time. Like it, was, an hour. it was a good time for, for a slow a break anyways. You're well, see, my body knew it. Like, unconsciously, it was like, there's not going to be that much going on. Dude, that wasn't even my issue that you were taking a break. Is that you didn't even address the fact that you didn't, I, like... I thought... 
I didn't address I don't know how this guy was like, oh, I forgot that we were recording. So I was like, I don't know how you forget. Like, it's literally, we record every week, same time, same place. Well, I, well, I didn't keep the rain in your body. <laughs> well, I started that new job and it got me, I'm very tired. <laughs> Signs are off. Yeah, but then and, the second one was like, you were like, oh, like, we'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. And then this guy's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I was at the passport place and I forgot. To yeah, I, I generally, I was kind of so frazzled, man. You know, like, you, it takes six months to get a new password. That's insane. And it was a fucking sixteen-hour wait there too. Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, but if you're if you're doing that and you know you're not gonna make it, you just be like, yo, I'm. I'm I didn't even think episode, about it. Like, I was so focused on like America and passports and fucking everything going on. And then I assumed, and then week after week, I was like, when is this vacation? I thought you were gonna. Be, I thought you weren't gonna be here. Oh. I've actually, you know what? I've actually, been, <laughs> I've been on my A game. <laughs> like, besides forgetting about the podcast, I have I've been had pretty like put together and remembering to do things so you know sometimes sacrifices have to be made yo one but, quick question before we wrap up though how long do you how long do you talk to girls on like the dating apps before you set up a date is it like you're on a full-on conversation or are you just like yeah you can't like for especially for this one because it's like people there like they're like oh i want to get to know you and stuff so i never i never do the first day thing like even if we're talking all day i'm still not um saying that we should like meet up now and stuff. I never do like the first, it's kind of like aggressive on there. It is a slow, it's a, it's a slower burn. Yeah. Like a, at the minimum two or three days. And that has to be like a lot of good talking and stuff. And like someone, like I've had a couple of times where girls like, let's just meet up. I'm like, that's very suspicious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one. Case, oh, also, okay, isn't it like if you're first talking to a girl and the first date before she says, invites you over, so I had this, right? Like, we we're supposed to hang out. She's like, why don't you just come over? I was like, are you crazy? Like, do you want to end up chopped up and, like, in a garbage can? Who invites someone they just met over to their house? Like, I was like, and, like, I like this girl, but kind of, it kind of made me, like, well, I mean, I think that's pretty nuts in this day and time. She doesn't know anything about me. She didn't even, like, really have me on social media yet or anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, that's a little bit risky, but how good like, was the date, though? Like, I feel like I've had that, like, I've had that before. No, but she wasn't, the, we haven't even, she, her, the date, the very first date was at her house, like, was to be at her oh, place. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I don't, we even, I don't even know if I'd go, to be honest. Bro, we, we talk and stuff, but for one night, and then the next morning, she's like, why don't you just come over? And I was like, that's kind of yeah, fucking no, crazy, crazy, man. Like, what do you... I don't know, I wouldn't do that. That's I went, but still, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I definitely... <laughs> I definitely, like... I went, but I still had my reservation. Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> she is crazy, like, I... And I had my, like, I had eyes on the back of my head. Like, anytime she got up and, like... Walk behind me. I'm like, oh yeah, that could easily be a setup, though. Yeah, and then like we, she was like making drinks and stuff. I was like, I want to see you make this drink. Like I am fucking <laughs> not going out like that. Man. Like it turns out she's just super depressed and doesn't want to go out, and she just wanted to have sex inside. But I was still like, that is that is a real big risk. So I definitely after that I was like, I'm out. Like can't just be doing that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the girl I met yesterday—actually, no, I'm not even gonna say it. For you. <laughs> what? No, I was gonna say. Like, I was just gonna say. Like, I asked her out, like, literally the same night. So, yeah, but you met her in public, right? Or what? Yeah, I met her in public. Yeah, that's a small conversation. That, that's like more. It's this specifically. This this like fucking medium that you you have to do it on. Like I've whatever randomly talked to girls and what's shit like whatever and stuff. But there's there's rules to everything. Yeah. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Jim. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Well, yeah, that'll do it for episode 141 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Oh, I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning, but uh, if you guys could do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast. It really helps us grow. You can find us on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio. Uh, we will see you guys with our regular scheduled programming next week. Goodbye. Welcome back, Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, Gibbs. <laughs>